This is Under the Lights with Preston Bostain. Welcome to another edition of Under the Lights. Well, last week I had my first interview and I had a blast being able to interview Jared Carker of the San Diego Padre. However, with as much fun as I had, um, I, I didn't get into much detail about the sports and, and the sport that he's in baseball. Uh, so, for example, like I, I could have asked him what pitch he may have worked on in the offseason or what determination does it take to be a professional baseball player, what, is he, what he has to do to um, stay in the level that he is, he is and what he has to do to like advance from uh, into the, into the majors and, you know, the work ethic and all that. So um, in due time, I will be able to get some questions that you may want to hear from the interviews as I do have on the podcast with time comes reward. Uh, that was my first interview with Jared. So I, that was just kind of a uh, jump in the water, get my toes um, wet. Just kind of one of those things. I was just having fun with that interview. And as much as fun, like I said, as much fun as I did have, I uh, wish I would have asked him more baseball questions. So in due time, um, just bear with me. Uh, one day I'll actually sound like I know what I know what I'm doing. Uh, but also this uh, podcast was supposed to be recorded on Tuesday and produced on Wednesday. So I do apologize for this being a later post. Sometimes duty does call. And this has been a crazy week here, especially with the tornadoes happening here in Clarksville this past weekend. And just Austin P OVC tournament going on and baseball going on as well. It's just kind of been a been a crazy day. And there was one day where I uh, almost came in, in the station, but with everything going on, I just, we just need, we all need a rest day. So I actually did not come in. Uh, I wasn't able to produce it, but here I am uh, Thursday afternoon, and it will come to you sometime Thursday night. So with all that being said, let's get down to it. And the first topic today is Butch Jones. Now, you may all be wondering, like, why is Butch Jones uh, a topic? Uh, for all you sports fans, you know what I'm probably about to say. However, for you non-sports followers or non, I guess, volunteer followers, like, why are you bringing Butch up? He's irrelevant now. Well, he is still irrelevant. Uh, so you are correct about that. However, like, like I said, I never, th- even I didn't think I would ever hear his name again. Um, he was a train wreck of a coach for the volunteers. The only thing he was good at, and I mean the only thing he was good at, was recruiting. However, I do respect the hell out of Butch for one reason and one reason alone, discipline. Anytime one of his players got into some sort of trouble by the law, Butch had no problem suspending him from maybe a game, two games, kicking him off the team, whatever whatever the uh, instance may be. Butch Jones had no problem in uh, discipl- disciplining his uh you know, his players. However, you know who does have a problem discipline his players? Nick Saban. There's been a, several instances where there's been some uh, marijuana charges and some, you know, drug charges, and Nick Saban didn't, didn't act, like, act like nothing happened. Uh, Nick Saban, he's obviously probably good on as one of the greatest coaches of all time. However, he is scared to start his best players. He doesn't want to start his upcoming true freshman in like the lower class. Uh, so he, I, that's one thing that I, I believe Butch has a better uh, perspective on than, than coach Saban is just the discipline that Butch has over Saban. However, maybe Saban's trying to change um, as Butch Jones and Nick Saban are allegedly talking to work out a deal, which would be an off the field position, which could only assume that it would have something to do with recruiting and like Alabama needs more help in recruiting, but allegedly Butch Jones is talking to Alabama. I'm not sure how, how, who started who I'm not sure if Butch reached out to Alabama or Bama. I would assume Bama reached out to Butch. Um, nothing signed and sealed just yet. It's just a rumor that that's been surfacing. 
Uh, but yeah, but it looks like Butch Jones could possibly be an Alabama Crimson Tine. And uh, I, I don't, I don't know how you would feel, but personally, I could care less. Uh, he's maybe trying to get maybe the Alabama was just like, oh hey, you got our defensive coordinator as a head coach. Well, we're going to steal your head coach that was really good at recruiting, and we're going to have him on our side. Uh, it could have been one of those things. Can, might, might be like a bite to Tennessee and just to kind of bark back. So who knows? Uh, but I easily would have traded Butch for Jamie Pruitt, the new Vols head coach. So on to another story that actually made headlines today. I believe it came out yesterday. Uh, however, I was just reading some more information about it today. And there's this guy named Mike Jeffcoat. He is the baseball coach for the Texas Wesleyan Rams. Uh, so the university is actually based out in Fort Worth, Texas. And probably the most famous person to come out of there is Mark Calloway. And I don't even know who he was. However, I do know what his stage name is. And it's The Undertaker for all you WWE followers or past followers. We all know The Undertaker. So, Jeff Coat received an email from an 18-year-old high school senior named Gavin Bell, who actually plays baseball uh, in Colorado. It's in Aurora, Colorado. So, Jeff Coat, um, basically, I'm not, I don't know what all the email entailed that the uh, this 18-year-old sent to Jeff Coat is probably something like, hey, you know, I'm interested in playing at your school. I would love for a tour. I, like I said, I'm not exactly sure what the email, the initial email said and stated. However, we received the email um, from the reply from this head coach for Texas Wesleyan, and this is just a little skippet of what this email said. So it, Jeff Coat wrote, unfortunately, we are not recruiting players from the state of Colorado. In the past, players have had trouble passing our drug test. We have made a decision to not take a chance on student-athletes from your state. You can thank your liberal politicians. Best of luck wherever you decide to play. Wow. Like, and and this, co- this coach used to actually play in the major leagues. I think he played like 10 years for the Texas Rangers, actually. What a... What a dick thing to say to an 18-year-old college that wants to at least tour your school, wants to be a part of your program. I understand that you have your personal beliefs. You you uh, might you know be a completely against marijuana. You might be completely against uh, the politicians that maybe that the whole thing, like the medical, the medical marijuana and all that stuff. That I think I understand, but there's there comes to a point where you put your your career and like your personal beliefs assigned you don't mix the two together because everyone knows that that always puts like a, a like it just it just causes trouble um within the work community and then it ends up getting, getting you fired and guess what he got fired today by texas wesleyan they did fire him uh but and like obviously the what how it got out was obviously the 18 year old had to tell his parents i mean rightfully so i would do the same thing if i was in the position of this 18 year old and uh, th- I think this hurts the recruiting. I'm not sure how good the recruiting class is. I believe they're like a division two, possibly a division three program at this school. Uh, so it definitely doesn't help the interest, especially, uh, I don't know. And you know, I would honestly laugh so hard if they received a new coach and this, the 18 uh, year old actually ended up getting a scholarship or actually went to go play for this university. That would be the troll of the year <laughs> that would be amazing uh, but yeah what a what a dick of this coach to be like oh no like we don't ex- like you're not allowed basically in our school because of the state that you play from it's not even his fault that he literally freaking lives in Colorado 
I mean, I want to live in Colorado when I grow up. Uh, not obviously because of reasons mentioning uh, or that you may think, uh, but uh, Colorado is a beautiful state. Uh, love Denver, love Colorado Springs. Uh, Aurora is really nice, even though they had you know that big old shooting several years ago that that it concurred. Uh, but I mean, Colorado is beautiful, and for you to basically be like, hey, we don't accept you because you live in Colorado because they legally have marijuana in their state. That's just petty, in my opinion. I'm really not going to get much into this uh, as I'm, I'm personally tired of hearing it. Uh, but if you haven't heard, the NCAA came down hard on several uh, players and this agent uh, leaked what was uh, basically, as you know, college athletes, it's going to be a lifelong discussion and it ha- has already been a huge discussion uh, in these this past probably decade about athletes getting paid. Well, this agent that um, is covering several of these athletes in college and now they're, some of them are in, are in the pros basically accepted money. Uh, sometimes it wasn't even the athletes that accepted the money. It was the whole entire family. Uh, the biggest case currently going on is the the Ant- Antoine kid in Arizona accepted a hundred thousand dollars, and it was his family that accepted it. So I'm not obviously I'm not sure if he knew about it, which I'm I'm pretty sure the athlete did. But in retrospect, like if if somebody's going to offer you a hundred thousand dollars as a freshman in college, are you not going to take it? Like I understand like like, like you know talking to your family, look, it's not something that like, you know, this could ruin, jeopardize my career and something. But if you actually see that money in front of you and you're a college student, like a freshman at that, and you're like, wow, that's a lot of money. Like, let's go, let's do it. We won't get caught. It's one of those sneaky things. Like, let's just, let's just do it. Well, he got caught and I guarantee every college is doing this. I wouldn't say every college, but especially like, like, you know, the, the big, the big schools, uh, I guarantee every single one of these schools are doing it, whether um, it's, you know, public or not. And, and now it's starting to get public, especially with what happened. However, what kind of irks me or bugs me the wrong way is that Sean Miller, who is the head coach of the university of Arizona Wildcats is actually the coach of Ant Anta Antoine. I don't, I don't think that's how you say his last name. Uh, the, the freshman at Arizona that accepted the hundred thousand dollars. Well, there is a phone call that the FBI actually found out from Miller to the agent that connected them to the $100,000. And now apparently Sean Miller, who actually did not coach in the game against Oregon this past Saturday because of the allegations, is now allegedly denying the, uh, the phone call. There was literally a phone call. They heard your voice. Why are you... <laughs> I never understood that. How are you still going to like be in such denial? And you, it just makes no sense to me. They like, li- they literally have proof of evidence that you were the reason, like you knew about this, you let it happen and you didn't stop it. And now he's denying it. And I think that's only obviously going to make the situation worse. It is making the situation worse. However, Arizona is, uh, he's actually still back. He, uh, is still playing or coaching with the Wildcats, at least for the time being. I believe Arizona is still a further investigation, investigating the situation and everything that's going on. I do not see Miller lasting long, longer. He may be gone by the end of the year. Is a really good coach. Uh, don't get me wrong. He's brought Arizona, uh, I guess, in basketball, kind of back to being irrelevant to uh, a certain extent. So Arizona is actually really, really decent at basketball. Uh, these past couple of years. So he has brought them back. However, I do not see him coaching for the Wildcats, not because of it's because of what he's done, uh, not because of his coaching. Okay. Back to a bigger, well, bigger issue to me. It's not obviously a bigger issue in like the, 
the world or, you know, it's a, I guess it's a decent issue in Nashville. So for all of you non-hockey followers or whatever, I'm sure you've saw this on my Twitter. If you guys happen to follow me, make sure you follow me on my Twitter. It's just at my name, Preston Bostain. Uh, and make sure to also follow. I do not have a Twitter page yet for uh, Under the Lights. However, I do have an Instagram, so make sure it's, it's under dot the underscore lights. Uh, I guess un, just Under the Lights was obviously taken. It seems like a generic name, so obviously someone wanted to take that. So, um, the Nashville Predators, the NHL trade deadline was uh, Monday, and the Nashville Predators uh, received a player from the Chicago Blackhawks named Ryan Hartman. He, uh, we gave up a first-round pick, a fourth-round pick, and Victor Edgesell for, uh, for uh, Victor Hartman and a fifth-round pick. Uh, the fourth-round pick was given to us by the Edmonton Oilers when we actually traded uh, uh, we traded Pointis Auberg to the the Oilers for a fourth round draft for uh for a fourth round draft pick. Um, so we actually didn't. That fourth round draft pick was pretty much just a giveaway, as probably honestly in the works. Uh, Sunday, David Pohl probably knew what was going on, and he was just like, "All right, we'll give you a fourth round. We'll trade, you know, Auberg to get this fourth to get Hartman." So with that being said, Hartman was actually a first round draft pick in 2013. And the biggest issue that I'm having with this is a lot of people on Twitter were beefing about what a terrible trade it is for the Nashville Predators, giving up a first round draft pick for Ryan Hartman, who's not that good. Okay, the kid is 23, very first year in the NHL last year and had 19 goals. I'm 23 and I can't even skate pretty much. This kid was 23, had 19 goals in the, in the, in the NHL. So one, their their biggest concern was like, oh, you know, he hasn't proven himself yet. How has he not proven himself yet? He scored 19 goals this year, or I'm sorry, this past season, and this year he has seven goals and 16 assists, or somewhere somewhere around that that assist number. And so it just it kind of threw me off for a little bit. It's like, oh, just because you know Chicago's mad that we you know got a very well liked player in Chicago. So. So that was that was being addressed, and then they're also like, "Oh, he's not worth a first round draft pick that you guys gave up." Well, the first round draft pick that we gave up is going to be like the, between like the twenty five to 30 ish range in this year's NHL draft. Hartman was actually drafted in the thirtieth pick in two thousand thirteen, uh, and so was Ely Tolvanen this past two thousand seventeen draft that the, that the National Predators did. And this kid, this kid, is probably going to join the National Predators team once the playoffs roll around. What's the KHL? Um, is up and that's actually a league that I believe is in Finland. He currently plays on a team back in his hometown in Finland. Uh, but I get hey, there's there's promise that he will be on the team come playoff time. And this kid's a stud. Uh, I'm not going to say that he's going to be like the next greatest you know player in in the history, but this kid is he's fast, he's quick, he knows how to handle the puck. His his deke skills are amazing. Amazing. He knows that. Like he, he's just he's an all around player that you want on your team. He's just he's really good. I believe this year he in like thirty something games he has like eighteen goals and seventeen assists or something like that, which is which is phenomenal. So anyway, back to back to the the, the main topic of this trade. So a lot of Chicago Blackhawks fans were like, oh yeah, you know Nashville got screwed. We give up Hartman and we give a fifth, fifth round pick for a first round pick. Well. That bit them in the butt when it came to Tuesday night's game. So Nashville Predators took on the Winnipeg Jets, and they they actually trailed twice in that game. At one time they were down three to one, tied it back up, and then they were trailing again five to three, and then tied it back up. 
And with roughly, I'd say, about 30 to 28 seconds left to go in the game, Yossi um, was was almost by the blue line um, on the Winnipeg side, shot the puck perfectly, assisted the puck perfectly right into Hartman's stick. Hartman was then on one knee uh, and lifted his stick up just like a little bit. He didn't even have to lift his stick up that, that much um, for a perfect goal. And you couldn't have asked for like a better like la- like slap in the face to Chicago, a laugh, um, just because like oh you know we just traded for this guy and he scored our this winning goal against the Winnipeg Jets, who is currently second in the Central, only by four points below the Nashville Predators. So it was just kind of slap in the face, and I really and also I called that goal. It was uh, I was working that night, um, and I was working with the buddy, and we, we were watching the game, and I, with like two minutes or something like that. So I was like, watch. I said that the new kid we just got is going to score the score the game winning goal and lo and behold he scored it uh, so it was actually kind of it was kind of cool it was kind of a neat experience for ryan hartman especially being uh first game as a pred and he scored his first goal and yossi had five assists which ties a team record uh with mark zedlicky uh, for the five assists in one game and that was actually a career high for yossi so the preds are killing it if you're not on the preds uh, predators bandwagon train yet um I honestly don't want you to, to come, but if you are going to join a, you know, a hockey bandwagon, uh, feel free. The only reason why I say that, um, actually, is just because it kind of just kind of everyone wants to party. I get that. But last year, I'm a, I'm a diehard Preds fan, so I've been a Preds, Preds fan for however so long. And it just kind of it's like, oh, where were all, all of you, you know, several years ago? So I just bandwagon fans, I don't – I'm glad that you're on my side. However – I just wish that you were around whenever like the team sucked, especially for, for instance, I don't know, like the Titans, you know, uh, everyone's on like kind of like vibing with the Titans now that they're doing somewhat decent and they went to the second round of the playoffs and got destroyed by the Patriots. But for a second there, everyone's like, Oh, Titans, this Titans, this, where were you like three years ago when the Titans were garbage, had the number two draft pick, had the number three draft, like where, where were you a couple of years ago when they were awful? So it's just one of those things. And like for the Titans fans, I'm not, I mean, I like the Titans, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, and I'm sure like for the Titans fans, you feel the same or you could just be like, all right, we, we need all the fans we can get. <laughs> uh, but I just, that's just how I feel about that whole situation. Actually, let's go on to some uh, NCAA college basketball beings that March madness is only a few weeks away. Uh, we can go ahead and start, start the, the music. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I've heard this song, obviously, but everyone's like crazy about it. And obviously they think that's the song. If you hear it, like, you know, it's March. It's one of those things. It's just, it's just basically like an icon for March madness. And you hear that song like, Oh, okay. Yeah. They like the, it, it's coming. Um, but yeah, let's get into some college basketball. So being in Tennessee, let's just kick it off. How about them volunteers here this year? They actually have a chance to go in Saturday. And if they win with a win over Georgia would actually t- give them the tie for the SEC championship this year. Uh, Kentucky is number five, and I can't tell you how amazing that sounds, especially the Big Blue Nation. Uh, they are awful this year. Your players are god-awful. And it's uh, – actually, no, speaking of that, like they're not god-awful. Obviously, they're, they're really talented athletes and could destroy me. Uh, they're really good athletes over this team. They just don't have the chemistry. They don't. I don't know what's going on. They're probably just all really young freshmen. However, what's funny this year? Uh, I think it was last night, or maybe might have been two nights ago. So they had their senior night. Well, however, Kentucky doesn't even have any seniors on their team. So what was kind of a to me personally a joke? They uh, 
there's, you know, obviously Kentucky's pretty much like a one and done program, like several other programs in the NCAA. And they, I can't even tell you all the players that were mentioned, but they had like a senior night for Phoenix Suns guard, Devin Booker, who would have been a senior this year. They had it for Carl Anthony Towns, who would have been a senior this year, who now plays for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And I'm just like, what? They don't even go to school anymore. They are not seniors. And you were still going to recognize them for being seen. They, cause I, Oh, they would have been seniors this year. Like what's it? That's pretty honestly, that's idiotic to me. I don't understand that. I, I, I guess I can get it in a way just because they're kind of like, Oh, you know, this is the talent that we produce. Um, if you maybe, maybe it was for a recruiting reason that they, the reason why they did that, there's probably several reasons why they did that. Uh, and I don't even think, any of the seniors were in attendance or so-called seniors were even in attendance for this game. So they honored uh, pretty much nobody and just the fans I'm sure clapped and the players were like, Oh yeah, like he went to Kentucky. I want to be like that too. <laughs> it was a joke, uh, but Tennessee, they have a chance to uh, go into uh, at the end of Saturday with the sec championship, which then would tie them to be first or second in the SEC tournament, which would be huge depending on who they actually end up drawing in the SEC tournament, which would then carry into the NCAA tournament. And I, uh, if Tennessee wins the SEC tournament, I guarantee they'll probably be a two, three seed. Um, Auburn, Auburn's had a really good year this year. So Auburn's going to get ranked. Uh, Alabama will not get ranked after the few losses that they've had. Uh, Kentucky will get ranked. I would assume, um, they'll probably get ranked in the lower seeds, probably like a nine, 10 seed, um, which could come to possibly their advantage. Uh, they're, like I said, they are a really good team and they have the talent. They could easily up, probably upset. I said like a quotation upset cause they could be, you know, um, if they're playing well and Calipari's coaching, like he normally does, they could easily be a four or five seed. Um, so it's going to be like, quote, like I said, quote unquote, a upset if they beat like a four or five seed. So yeah, I really enjoyed um, being able to on like a different spectrum. I really enjoyed being able to interview Jared uh, and just having you know having a, having a ball being able to interview uh, people, letting like experiencing uh, what they're going through and, and what their life is and what how how they got through here to here and basically how they made it. So I really like and do enjoy doing interviews, and I will be continuing to do interviews here in the near future. I do have somebody in mind for my next podcast. I have not reached out to him yet. Um, he actually is in another Major League Baseball organization, but I do not I do not want to have two uh, Major League Baseball players back-to-back. So I'm trying to get somebody kind of in, in the in-between. Uh, they may be in sports. They may just know a lot about sports. They may know about a certain specific team that we want to talk about. So uh, be on the lookout for like a couple of weeks, maybe even more than that, depending on the schedules and how all that stuff works out. Be on the lookout for in a couple of weeks that I may bring somebody on that knows know something more about than I do about a certain team or about a certain sport. Uh, so like I said, yeah, be on the lookout for that. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Uh, this one was just kind of brief and short. I just kind of was spitting um, some things out that are, that are here in the national headlines. Also, if there's anything that you want me to talk about, about my personal opinion, I won't take too far, and I'm sure you could care less, uh, but I would love for your input. If you want to talk about like these new Titans jerseys that are being revealed that I think are God awful, let me know. Uh, you know, and I can even bring somebody on for maybe like a f- f- short phone call and be like, Hey, what do you think about these jerseys? Do you like them? Do you don't like them? Cause 
I've heard more about disliking the jerseys than liking them. So with things like that, just let me know. Uh, I would love to get your feedback and I would love to answer questions. And I would love to know that you want to hear my opinion about certain things, even though I'm sure you don't. Uh, so yeah, feel free to get in touch with me. Follow, like I said, follow my Instagram, follow, you can follow my personal Instagram at Preston Boston. You can follow my personal Twitter page. I believe actually, uh, you can follow me on, you can like me on Facebook or follow, add me on Facebook. I do also have a page on Facebook for my podcast as well. It's just under the lights also, as well as I do have a website as well that I, I have posted on, uh, my uh, Instagram and my Facebook as well. I believe it's just like website.prestonbostain.wix.com uh, or something somewhere around that. Um, so I lied to you. It's actually site. That's wixsite.com slash website. So make sure you tune on there. Um, it has some recent uh blogs that I posted that I haven't posted since February 8th. That's my bad. I have been busy. And then my SoundCloud is also on there as well. So you are more than welcome to listen to my SoundCloud on my blog. So uh, feel free to get in contact with me about anything. I really do appreciate you for listening. Uh, thank you for taking the time out of your day, especially your Thursday night for um, listening to my voice. I really do appreciate it. So thank you so much. Grace and peace out.